Denver Sports at 104.3 The Fan proudly present Be a Mentor, Be a Fan. Learn more about getting involved at denversports.com slash mentor. Happy Saturday morning. Be a Mentor, Be a Fan is our campaign here at Denver Sports, 104.3 The Fan, where we're advocating for people to get involved in mentorship right here in Denver, Colorado. There's such a huge need for mentors, people who can help the next generation get ready. And we've heard some fascinating stories on Saturday mornings from great personalities here throughout uh, the Denver area. And I'm Rod Sharon, pleased to be joined this morning by you hear him here at 104.3 The Fan, former Denver Bronco, Noshan Moreno. Good morning, Noshan. Good morning. What's going on, baby? Not much, man. And I'm excited to talk with you because, you know, we've talked to so many of your contemporaries and everybody has unique stories of their kind of upbringing and mentors they had along the way and lessons they learned to help get them to where they are today. And I'm sure you're you're going to have stories like that as well that you'll be able to share with everybody. We're advocating everyone to go to denversports.com slash mentor. That's the website, denversports.com slash mentor. It's a great place to start and uh, begin to get involved. We're partnered with Big Brothers, Big Sisters of Colorado, a great, wonderful local organization that's looking for help for mentors that can um, help, whether that's uh, being a coach. And, and obviously, you're going to hear a lot about coaching today, but uh, just becoming a friend, being a being an, uh, an ally, a resource, whatever it might be, can just make an entire world of difference. So, no, Sean, for you. I'm curious sort of how it gets started. We, we were talking briefly before we recorded. You started playing football young, but but maybe not super young. Yeah, not too young. I mean, I've always loved the game. I've always been, you know, outside, you know, throwing the ball with, with friends, um, playing football, not in grass, but like in the courtyard, wherever it is, playing two-hand touch. Um, so I always loved the game. I didn't get into any organized football football until a little later on, really into high school. I played a little one-year peewees or junior peewees at the time. But once, you know, peewees came around, I was too heavy, you know, so I I couldn't play. I played a couple scrimmages and I hardly played those because, you know, the coaches on the other squad was like, hey, can you take that kid out? And (laughs) and actually another friend of mine, Trent McRae, we played high school together as well. But, you know, the other coach for the other team would be like, hey, can you take those two kids out so I can, you know, get some work done pretty much in the scrimmages? (laughs) So hardly got to play at a younger age, but... It, it got serious and got real once I, you know, once you high, high school. school. Did, did you know going into high school you were going to play, or was it maybe a, a coach or someone? Hey, have you thought about coming out for football? <laughs> exactly, Coach Bigos. He was a gym teacher in our middle school. He always asked, you know, because we could have went to North, which you know was one on one side of town, or, or South, which is on the you know other side of town. So I didn't know where I was going to go. So you're like me. you're going to be like a freshman in high school. Yeah, so you're, you're like like 14 years old or somewhere around that at this. point. Yeah, it would have been. Yeah, yeah. But this is in middle school where he, you know he kept asking, "Hey, where are you going to go? Where are you going to go?" So I chose South. I knew they were going to want me to at least come try out because that's all they really talked about. So I was like, "Yeah, I'll play football. I, mean, I love the game. So yeah, I'll, I'll come try out." What was your experience like once you once you got there? Where did any of the uh, coaches make an immediate impact on you your head coach or an assistant coach yeah yeah my freshman year we had a decent season we went to the playoffs so that, that year I think we lost two games so you know competitor I am really ticked off that we lost you know what I mean I'm disappointed that we lost and at that point that freshman year after after that season I remember saying to myself you know I'm, I'm not playing I don't, I don't want to play football our head coach Steve Ansonucci you know, took me aside. You know, like 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 a father figure, and was like, "Hey, man, you you know, you're gonna do great things. You know, don't give up on yourself." You know, kind of gave me that talk that I really needed. 
as a young man because I would have walked away, you know what I mean, and quit, which is kind of crazy, knowing, like, my mentality. Or maybe I was just upset. Who knows what it was? But he came to me and, and gave me that talk that I really needed to Steve. Great guy, great friend to, still to this day. And we went on, obviously, continued to play ball, and we went on to win three – straight years in a row, 36-0. and 0. We never lost one game after that. So that just shows you the character of, you know, not only Steve Antonucci, but the other coaches, and we had some really good teams. Well, and that's a great example, as we're talking about mentorship, of how a mentor can step in and help guide someone. So in this case, your coach saw you, you're young, you're maybe making an emotional decision, you're upset, whatever it might be, takes you aside, you know, gives you the talk, like you said, you needed to hear and help put you on a path that led your life in probably a completely different direction than if you had had quit football. And that's the kind of impact that all of you listening can have uh, by becoming a mentor. And that's what we're doing today. We're talking about mentorship and sort of advocating for people to get involved with that. DenverSports.com slash mentor uh, is our website and Big Brothers Big Sisters of Colorado is our partner and we're really proud to be with them. So you, you stick it out. You, you decide to come back. Like you mentioned, you had a ton of success uh, throughout the rest of high school. So I know you were really highly sought after to go play college football. What was that process like as you're trying to decide where you're going to play college football? And did someone kind of help you through that process? Yeah, that was an interesting time. It's probably way different now, especially with all the NIL and all that stuff going on. Oh, my goodness. It's probably ridiculous now. But back then, you know, the coach would come to your school. You kind of get that the little voice over the loudspeaker like, hey, hello, can you um, please bring Notion down to the, to the main office? I'm like, oh, OK, this might be a coach. So it was a very unique time. I definitely cherish those moments. The person that really helped me out with, you know, navigating that time was Steve Antonucci. wasn't the head coach. There were other players that were getting, you know, looked at as well. And I think maybe years before players got looked at. So having that person in my corner that can kind of walk me through that really helped. So we probably were going through it for the first time kind of together. I mean, I know he had players before me, but Paterno will come in. or It was some other coaches, definitely up north coaches. That came in. So it was just kind of cool, unique that we were kind of going through that at the same time. But he definitely helped me through those times. So while you're picking what school you're going to go to, how important was the relationship with the coach? Was that something you really considered of who is going to be your mentor, I guess, at the at the next stage of your career? I mean, I did, but I guess we were looking at it all. Of course, the head coaches and what they had to offer. But for me, it was mostly just what school. Where can I really honestly get my education? I mean, the football is going to it's gonna come and it's going to go at the same time. So I really looked at it as, okay, where can I go that I know I'll enjoy my time, but at the same time get a great education if football doesn't work out or if something happens. That's what I was really um, thinking about when I was making that decision. Did you have like teachers or guidance counselors or anyone like that sort of, you know, someone to talk to about the school side of it since that was obviously something it wasn't, you know, just football? No, but there was one lady that you got to take the SATs. uh, ACT. ACT. Yeah, ACT. Yeah, I had to get that grade up. So worked with a lady out in New Jersey. Her name was Dr. Mack, and uh, she helped students prepare for these tests so i spent a lot of time with her and other players you know from around town from red bank middletown these are all parts of new jersey that you know i'm from so all different players would come in and we all kind of mingle together and get prepared for these tests so it wasn't anyone at the school per se but dr mac definitely played a huge role for us to understand the education part of things and not just the sports side so as you mentioned you're from new jersey and you wind up at georgia 
So what's that experience like for a, a kid from the Northeast to go down south into the SEC and you show up and did someone kind of help you integrate there, whether it was a, like a coach or maybe like you know fellow student, a, a professor, someone like that? Yeah. I mean, I knew I wasn't going to really stay close to home. I mean, we had Rutgers, we had Maryland, you know, Virginia. These are all schools I could have gone. And, you know, I went and visited those schools and things like that. But, you know, nothing really ever stuck. I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. But, you know, when I got down to Georgia, it was just like, man, I, I love it down here. I love the culture. I love the people. School's awesome. Weather's cool. Just everything really checked all the boxes. And a guy that was actually, that played at a rival school of mine, um, Red Bank, he was going down to Georgia, so he actually went down there a year before I did. So I knew Cade, though. His name is Cade Weston. I knew him. So having that familiar face of a guy that's from my hometown being down in Georgia, that definitely helped me out. I mean, I have some family down there as well, but seeing a guy that I've played against and that I know, he, he went to Dr. Max classes as well. You know, So I, I knew Cade, so having that familiar face down there helped me out. And, and just the coaches in general, Kerber Smart, was the one that uh, was recruiting me. So just building those relationships with those coaches uh, meant a lot to me. And that can be peer mentorship, essentially what you're talking about. You know, someone who's not necessarily like in a defined role as like a coach or a teacher, but a friend, someone else who was a little older could kind of help guide you there and show you the way. We're talking sure. with Noshan Moreno about mentorship, uh, denversports.com slash mentor. That's our site where we're advocating people to go and get involved and learn how you can become a mentor. And Noshan's been sharing some of his stories from uh, New Jersey and high school up to when we got to the University of Georgia. When we come back, I want to hear about your experience in college and then migrating up to the NFL and then what you're doing today. More with Noshan Moreno. It's Be a Mentor, Be a Fan this Saturday morning on 104.3 The Fan. Denver Sports at 104.3 The Fan proudly present Be a Mentor, Be a Fan. Learn more about getting involved at denversports.com slash mentor. Welcome back to Be a Mentor, Be a Fan. I'm Rod Sharon along with 104.3 The Fan's Sean Moreno as we're talking a little bit this morning about mentorship as we're advocating and encouraging people to get involved in mentorship here in the Denver area. Denversports.com slash mentor is our site. We're partnered with Big Brothers, Big Sisters of Colorado, where you can get involved. They really have a great need for mentors, whether that's being a coach, being a friend, whatever it might be, you can really make a positive impact like some of the people we're hearing about from Noshan to get him where he was today. So we talked a little bit about getting to Georgia and how you kind of assimilated on campus. Didn't take you long to establish yourself as, as a, a really good player. When does the NFL start to come in mind to you? It's like, hey, I, I can go to the NFL. And is there someone who's sort of talking to you about that? Of like, hey, yeah, you, 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 can, you can make it. You'll get drafted, that sort of thing. Well, I mean, you know, coming from Georgia, you see a lot of guys go to that next level. So you know that it's possible to happen, right? You know you're going to get looks being at a big school like that. You know, it was in the back of my mind maybe that, you know, one day I can get there. And that's that's everyone's goal. That was my goal, you know. But I never really thought about it. I'm the kind of guy that just, I'm in the moment kind of guy. It's like, all right, that I can get there, but I got to handle right now. And I got to take care of business right now. So I was just enjoying the, the whole process, enjoying college, enjoying my teammates and, and some great coaches. Um, and if it happened, it happens. You know, I mean, that's that's kind of my, my thought process when it comes to things like that. So just we had some really great teams as my time at Georgia. I registered my first year, so I really only got two good years there. It would have been awesome to get four. That would have been just crazy to see, right, what four could have brought. But Coach Ball, Coach Tony Ball, played a, a huge role in just my game itself. We put a big emphasis on, on pass protections. We had to protect Matthew Stafford, so – the protection, pass protection game, 
definitely, I think, separated me from a lot of other backs. Because, I mean, we can all run the ball. We can catch the ball as well. But what's the one, which, which one of you guys can, can look a linebacker in the eyes and say, okay, well, it's going to be me and you, and you're not getting to my quarterback. I think he brought that mindset to the running back room and we worked on it every every day. So I, I love that about Coach Ball, and I think that helped me at the next level. Coach Ball, just the way that, you know, he went about his business. Um, he was coaching the wide receivers, I think, before coming down to the running backs because, like I said, Kirby Smart recruited me to Georgia. But when I got there, he went to Alabama um, to become the defensive coach over there. So Tony Ball stepped in, and he did a tremendous job. And I love him, you know, for that. And a great guy, great coach. So I, I would uh, put it on Tony Ball for kind of transforming us us running backs over at Georgia. So you had great success at Georgia. You're getting ready to go into the NFL. You were projected to be selected high in the first round. What's that process like? You know, the, the pro days, the combines, the interviews. Did, did someone kind of help you prepare for those events? Yeah, that was interesting. I, I went down to Texas. It was Michael Johnson Performance Center. I went down there to train alongside with the running and, and the lifting. So they, they had training for interviews. So we were able to take those little classes just to kind of go over how to take the interviews that we're going to be pretty much having once we get drafted. So um, that was a, a unique and cool aspect of, of going down there to train. But other than that, it's just putting those reps in, you know, those reps that you had during college. Those kind of what you take into the next level. So that's what we did. So then the NFL draft comes around. Did you have any idea like who was going to take you? You're like, hey, I might wind up on this team or that team because, as we all know, you you wind up here in Denver. Yeah, no, I didn't know. You you have your visits. I, had, I took a couple of visits. I went to San Diego, went to the Jets, and then you have some workouts. And I got worked out by Bobby Turner here um, that was here at the time, running best coach. He came to, to Georgia and worked me out. So I had a couple of workouts as well. But – I didn't have any clue, and I kind of didn't want to know. That wasn't my like I said. I'm the kind of guy that's whatever's meant to happen, it's going to happen. Whatever's meant to be is going to be. So I had no idea really. But those are the people that worked me out. So I was like, huh, maybe. And you kind of hear things like, oh, maybe San Diego, maybe the Chargers. I could have been in Charger. Who knows? And I was like, oh, that'd be kind of cool. Play with LT, you know, Lodanian. But I ended up here, so that was you know, it was awesome. So you wind up getting drafted uh, by the Broncos. You get here. That was the Josh McDaniels administration. But you mentioned Bobby Turner. Everyone remembers him from Mike Shanahan, but he did have a, a little crossover mm-hmm. with Josh McDaniels. So I believe you had Bobby Turner, who, by the way, for those who don't know, that's Orlando's father-in-law. Um, <laughs> and then you also had uh, Eric Studisville as running back coaches. How, how did they help you go from being a college player to an NFL starting running back? Yeah. You know, Bobby Turner, he coached a lot of great backs. Just being able to, you know, pick his brain on a few things. We had some veteran backs here at the time once I got drafted, too. You know, Carell Buckholzer, Lamont Jordan. I mean, guys that have been doing in the league for a while. So just seeing the way that he coached them and how they brought that aspect to practice every day, you know, I mean, that was awesome. You know, always coach us to finish the drill, you know what I mean, run 30 yards past the ball, like all the little things. So that was awesome to learn that from Bobby Turner. But he's just old school. He was just old school, you know, like, just definitely old school, you know, just a little different. And then, you know, we get, like you mentioned, Eric Stewsville, not as old school, a little younger cat at the time, and brought that energy, you know, brought that energy, brought that fatherhood mentality to the room as well, you know, a guy that you can go and talk to. And he'll be real with you. You never thought anything was fake with Coach Stewsville. You know what I mean? Like, he, he'll tell you how it is. And he was a guy that you can go to his office and talk to. That's what I love about Eric. So he played a, a tremendous role in 
my time here in the league and taught me how to really take my game to the next level, but at the same time taught me how to be a pro. That's been a consistent yeah. trend as I've talked to some of you guys who played in the league. Your position coaches really seem to have a powerful impact on you. Yeah, you got to think about it, too. I mean, you're with these guys a lot of the time of the day. I mean, you're there from, you know, 6, six 6.30 in the morning to 7 at night, 8 at night, every day for a lot of the year. So you spend a lot of time with them. So you get to kind of pick their brain, and at the same time, they rub off on you, you rub off on them, and you build a relationship with, with those with those guys. So, you know, I wasn't with Bobby Turner that long. But the relationship I built with with him was was good as well. But you know, Eric Stewartsville was the guy that you know really transformed my game, and I loved playing for him. If you have a coach that you can play for too, I mean, that just makes your time so much better, and they get the best out of you. You know, if you have guys you really can't play for, you might hold back on certain certain times, so you might not stand up in the pocket and take on that block. You might just say, eh, whatever. But when you know you have not only your teammates to look after that you got your coach that you you know that has your back and you got their back you want to play for them that right there where you just said kind of embodies the whole reason we're doing this the whole reason we're doing this mentorship program you said you know made you push yourself harder to be sort of a better version of yourself and for everyone who's listening you can have that same impact you, you could have impact on the next no sean moreno if you got involved coaching here in denver or uh, maybe the next uh, person in, in any area it doesn't necessarily even have to be sports and uh, that's why we think it's just such an important cause denversports.com slash mentor is our website where you can start to get involved and, and become a mentor so you, you mentioned a couple teammates there that when you were early in your career corral buckholter lamont jordan that they helped show you the way um, as your career progressed, I, I'm curious when you became the veteran leader, for example, I remember talking to CJ Anderson once you, you were gone. I think you might've been in Miami and, and he had brought you up as a guy. He was like, man, I learned a lot from no Sean. Like, you know, he made our room dogs. I can remember him kind of talking about the impact he had as you got later in your career. Was that something that you uh, took some pride in of, Hey, like when these new backs come into the room or whatever, I'm going to kind of show them the way. Oh, for sure. For sure, man. You love seeing your young, the young guys come in. Cause you've, we're in that same position. You were holding the pads. You were getting the haircuts or whatever the case may be. So you know how it is, right? So you can, you can relate to the guys. So, yeah, when I got older and, and later in my career, if a guy needed some help or, you know, if I saw something that the kid was doing, that guy was doing, you know, I would definitely give them advice. Um, I'm, I wasn't one of the guys that would, was holding, closing my book, you know, you know, covering my paper during the test. I'm like, no, bro, if you need help. It's all good because I was in that same position as you were. And not only that, it makes the room a family because each position group is their own little family in their own room, right? So it brings us closer together. Um, and at the same time, we all compete. So I, I love that aspect of it. And, you know, when you see a younger guy going in there and taking on a block or, you know, running super hard, man, that can only get you energized because it's like, bro, we're all in this together. And we're going to need all of us in this room to, to get what we want at the end of the day. And that's the Super Bowl, right? So we're going to need everyone in here at some point, even if that's on special teams, wherever it is, or if that's in this room running the ball or, or whenever you get your, your number called, we're going to need you. So I was definitely one of the guys that people can talk to. So I love that. So as your career sort of goes full circle and, and you started as the young pop and then eventually you're the veteran leader, once your football days end, you still have a lot of life to live. And then you wind up getting into what you're doing now, which obviously you're doing broadcasting here at the station, but you also work 
in real estate. What was it like to sort of re-enter the world again as kind of like a rookie? And did you know you have people help you along the way there as you entered this next phase? Exactly. Yeah. You know, we've been playing the game of football for a lot of our lives. So, yeah, transitioning into the work world and just the regular day-to-day grind of things. It's just a little different. Like you, you mentioned it. You said it's, it's like you're a rookie again. It really is. It's like you're day one in the business world. And a lot of guys now try to do a little bit of both. Have your sports, but at the same time, you know, you want to be business savvy. You want to still make connections with people because, you know, after you're done, you're going to be talking to the same people. So, yeah, it was definitely interesting. You know, I went back, got my MBA um, business. And then right after that, you know, I had a, you know, I've always loved houses and just that aspect of meeting new people and being able to help my family buy a house, be able to help my friends buy a house or something that I was like, yeah, I would love to do that. Right. So got my license, got into real estate, you know, been doing it for about five years now, I guess, five, six years now. And like you said, it's like you're a rookie again, but I love it. You know, I love helping people, love getting that, giving back to the community. But at the same time, you know, helping out my friends and family when when they need it. So I love the real estate game. I mean, there's so many different ways <laughs> that you can, you know, profit in, in, in real estate, but it's always it's real estate. I love the different avenues you can go down in real estate. So I'm loving every minute of it. And as we wrap this up, this whole story of from you from New Jersey to Georgia to the Broncos to now living here in Denver, family here, real estate, everything, all could have been different if you didn't have that coach have that conversation with you after your first year of football when you were thinking about quitting. Oh, for sure. Yep. Yep. It all comes back. Yeah. If he didn't, I, I remember I was walking through the gymnasium, like I was going somewhere. I don't know. I guess I was going back to the locker to take off my stuff. And I remember I was just walking through that, like, I'm not playing anymore. I quit. I'm playing. Eh, he can't even talk to me. So, yeah, if it wasn't for Steve Antonucci, who knows what it would have been. Mentors can absolutely change lives. No, Sean, thanks for sharing the stories this morning. That was a lot of fun. Appreciate you. DenverSports.com slash mentor. That's the site. We're encouraging, advocating everybody to get involved in mentorship. We're proud to be partnered with Big Brothers Big Sisters of Colorado. Uh, they've got a big need, so head to the site. Figure out how you can get involved today. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll be back next Saturday with more Be a Mentor. Be a fan.